Hello, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to episode 13 of the ACE Performance Training Podcast with Coach Julio of Sakes and Muay Thai. How are you today? I'm good. How good. are you? I'm doing great. I heard you just finished up a session with Tabitha. Yeah, that was nice. fun. Nice, <laughs> nice. So what time uh, did you start work today? Um, well, with her, uh, we typically start at like 1130. Get like nice. about an hour and a half in, yeah. And then how, when was your first uh, client of the day? Uh, today, eight o'clock. Nice. Nice early yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. And I basically kind of just wanted to find out a little bit about your journey in martial arts, like taking it back to when you started, why you started and kind of go from there. Nice. Yeah. When I started and why I started. Um, it's, it, it's funny, you know, I feel like I've, <clears throat> I guess because I've been in martial arts for so long, you start kind of hearing similar stories to yours. Um, but I, uh, I started cause I, I was, I was being bullied. <laughs> I, I started, uh, I, I was four years old, five years old. Um, and it was pre-K kindergarten. They used to call it something back then. Um, yeah. but there was a kid that, uh, that kind of, you know, was a little bit bigger than all the other kids. And, uh, just kind of like a long story short, he kind of picked on everybody and eventually it got to my turn and, uh, I just kind of got picked on. And uh, my parents found out they weren't too happy. We lived in L.A. Um, it wasn't the greatest area. Um, and uh, it was it was kind of a big, big incident. We uh, we ended up moving from from L.A. and uh, we ended up in North Hollywood. Okay. And as soon as, yeah, as soon as we moved to North Hollywood, like the first week that we moved um, to our new place, uh, my parents were like, yeah, we're going to get you in martial arts. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I was always into like Ninja Turtles and the Power Rangers. And I was like, man, that's cool. As long as we're kicking, I just want to kick some stuff. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So it was for sure for me, it was, I wanted to do Taekwondo. Um, okay. cause I knew what Taekwondo was. Um, I remember just some kid was like, Oh, I, I do Taekwondo. And he threw a kick. I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. My parents were looking and there wasn't anything, but they found a, some place called Muay Thai Academy. And okay. uh, yeah, I, they did their research. I don't know how, but they ended up finding out that this Muay Thai thing was a sport that actually kicked. Um, and, and I say it like that because this was like in 1989, um, 1990. I was four or five years old. Muay Thai was not big at all. Um, and this gym that we ended up, we actually lived two miles away from this gym, Muay Thai Academy. Okay. Um, was actually the first Muay Thai gym in America. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> How lucky, like, wow, that's, uh, what a blessing, like. It, it was, and it, honestly, like, it just kept getting better and better. Um, back then, like, um, I just feel like every every young kid around my age went through the same thing. We watched Van Damme movies. We watched Steven Seagal movies. Um, it was just a thing. And uh, obviously those movies were already out. This was 89, 90, 91. Van Damme was a big uh, a star. And uh, so we walk into the gym and they had pictures. And the first picture that I see was a picture of Van Damme inside of the gym with one of the coaches from Muay Thai Academy. Nice. I was like, no fucking way. Uh, sorry. Mm -hmm. No, you're good. You're good. Trust me. You're good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, all right, this ain't Taekwondo, but Van Damme trains here. I got, mm -hmm. I got to come here. And uh, yeah, that's how my journey started. That's how I ended up in a Muay Thai gym. 
<laughs> and, and I'm assuming it was like legit Muay Thai, like where you, you were like, because I know there's, you've seen, there's differences, right? I mean, yeah, I've heard. Yeah. You know, um, again, back then, like, man, 89, 90, there weren't too many gyms. So uh, there weren't too many Muay Thai gyms. Uh, and I ended, ended up finding this out because obviously I joined Muay Thai Academy. I was uh, four years old. I started competing when I was five years old. And a lot of the competition was uh, at other gyms. We used to call them smokers back then. Yes. Um, and the smokers were held at these gyms. And there were very few of these gyms. I mean, I'm talking about like uh, back then there was one in Van Nuys, which was owned by uh, Crew Rex. Rest in peace. He passed away a couple of years ago. Um, Long Beach was one. Um, the, the thing was that they were all scattered. So you kind of knew where all the Muay Thai gyms were. Because there were um, only so many. There was only so many, yeah. Yes. Um, and you kept running into the same people when you went to like the real shows, the amateur show, pro shows. You're like, man, I guess this is it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so when you went to like the everybody had, you know, um, it was a, a Thai trainer. Some Somebody was at some point a fighter in Thailand, a Lumpini champion. Yes. And and ended up at you know one of these uh, gyms, but uh, but yeah, I, I was really lucky. You know, I was lucky. The gym that I ended up with um, was owned, still owned by uh, Crew Puck, Sura Puck, and he's owned that gym for man, I want to say over thirty years, over thirty five years. Nice. Um, and man, I'm just gonna name drop here, you know, but just like legends from my my original coach, Saxon Jinjira. Koban, Koban was a guy that had like wars with uh, uh, Raymond Decker. Awesome. Crew um, Pong, a lot of a lot of guys actually that have gyms now in the area at some point trained at Muay Thai Academy or taught. You know, so, well, that would make sense if it was one of the first, right? Yeah, so, yeah. That's so cool. And yeah. then, uh, do you mind telling me a little bit about your training regimen as a child? Because I know, like, anytime I, I could immediately tell as a personal trainer and someone who does jujitsu when I roll with someone if they do Muay Thai, because you guys' shins are like ridiculously hard, right? Because you yeah. do rock, rock in the sock and the, the rebar and the, <laughs> so do you, uh, do you mind telling me a little bit about that? Cause I'm curious because, you know, I barely started striking and obviously my bones are awful, right? Cause I haven't been doing that stuff. And if you start young, your bones are like solid, right? Yeah. So yeah. Well, you know, your bones are developing. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and the thing, uh, I think that's what a lot of people I think kind of, don't uh don't don't understand um like muay thai originally comes from thailand right yes and a lot of the people that start training start, start at young, a very very really, young age really young because they're like very fighting young. for money for their families and stuff and exactly exactly yeah. so so when you're young and you're doing a lot of these things and like first of all i want to say like kicking poles and and like you know trees and stuff like you man, have that's to do all, it you have to do it no, the right way yeah no, you gotta no. you gotta yeah, no, you got to do it. Like, if you're going to do that, you got to do it the right way. <laughs> that that became a thing for, for just, you know, video for show. But that's not really like how you condition your shins. You know, you condition your shins like being a child and going to the gym every day and kicking the heavy bag. You yeah. know, you it's it's little small things like that where you're just you're, you're small and you're kicking constantly. You know, you're running. You're running as a child. Like your, your bones are going to get stronger. Mm -hmm. So then when you you're developed and you're, you're 18, 19 years old and you've done these things, like your, your body is used to impact, 
you know? Yes, yes. Um, which, is, which is a big thing. And a lot of people think like, you know, look, I, I'm not saying it doesn't work, but people will sit there and like bang your, the only thing you're really doing is, is you're, you're, you're tolerating pain. Yeah. You know, but, but to make your shins stronger, like your bones stronger now at like maybe 25, 20. It's kind of too yeah. late for that, right? Like well, do, doing it like that. Yeah, that's for sure. You just got to do it the, the regular way. You just, know, just keep kicking bags and keep keep kicking bags. Keep you know a lot of man. This is funny. So I've 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 traveled a lot and I've I've gone to a lot of places and I have never gone to Thailand, and it's crazy because I've I've probably lost the, over three grand on tickets to Thailand because you know something came up a fight somebody had to fight I had to corner somebody whatever but. <clears throat> every time I always have students are like, coach, I want to go. I wanna, I'm like, go guys, go, go have fun. Enjoy it. You know, um, I, when I started, like, I felt like I lived in Thailand, you know, when I started training, like everything, the culture was at the gym. My parents were, uh, they were building managers and okay. they, they managed a, 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 a building with like 80 units. And it was about maybe three stories. Yeah, it was three stories. And the third floor ended up being, at some point, ended up being my coach lived there. Student, teammates, fighters. It was like, man, they all rented. That's so cool. <laughs> it was dope. You know, there were Thai people that were coming in. Like, my coach, Saxon, would be like, hey, I got a guy coming in from Thailand. He has nowhere. My dad, like, hey, I got an apartment for him. Don't worry about it. So we had people coming in. You know, hey, the third floor smelled like Thai food every day. <laughs> Every oh, day, no. <laughs> super bomb, super bomb. Yeah. Yes, guys yes. Were, guys were cooking up. Their doors were open. It felt like mm -hmm. a dorm, you know, like like you were in dorms. That's it awesome. was so, so I, I felt like I went through the culture and the, yeah. you know, when people say like, oh, I went to Thailand. I didn't, I didn't like having Thai food for breakfast. I'm like, man, I've been there. I've had that and I enjoyed it. You know, I, I love it. I think that would be yeah. fantastic. Pad Thai for breakfast. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but, but then they'll go there, right? They'll go there and then they'll talk about the training and they love the training. Um, I want to get that clear. They love the training. But they're also shocked by how simple the training is. And it's very, you know, they always come back and they're like, coach, you were right. I'm like, what? They told you to run? They're like, yep. They go over there and they're like, the first thing they tell you, running, running, shadow, shadow, which means shadow boxing. Yep. Heavy bag, heavy bag running running you know and it's just constant conditioning a lot, a lot of that yeah you know yeah. by running man you're you're running on the street you know you're making your shins a lot harder people complain about oh i got shin splints i'm like well that's how you make your shins harder you go through that pain yep yep you know and so, it's humid too right so you're running and you're sweating too yeah you're sweating <laughs> you know, you're constantly you got probably dry mouth all the time and you, yep. you're it's like you're cutting weight constantly yep. you yep. know I would think so. Um, yeah. And like as a Muay Thai fighter, as a child, how many hours a day would you train? I'm assuming. Um, so I'm going to tell you the truth because I, I take pride in this. I know a lot of people lie. I'm going to give you my schedule how it was. Okay. Monday through Friday, obviously I'm a child. So, you know, you got to go to school. Yes. You go to school from 8 o'clock to 2.30. My mom would let me stay after school because she would get off of work at 3.30. So she'd pick me up at 3.30. So I had that hour to do my homework at school mm -hmm. and uh, kind of play around a little bit. I used to like basketball. That was always my thing. 
probably you can see, but I got yeah, like yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I see that right there. <laughs> yeah, I was a basketball fan, so that was like my 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 time. You know, from two thirty to three thirty, I tried to do my homework and and just play basketball with my friends. Three thirty, my mom would pick me up. As soon as she picked me up, she dropped me off at school. Uh, I'm sorry, at school at at the gym. So nice. I'd be at the gym at maybe four o'clock. The kids' class would start at four thirty. So from four to four thirty, I would always either run, hit the bag, or something. I would take the kids' class from four thirty to five thirty. From five thirty to six thirty, there was fighter training. Um, where that gym was located, there was like a Target around maybe a mile away. We'd run to Target with weights and hip pads and all that. That was like, you know, it was some crazy fighter training that me as a seven, eight-year-old probably shouldn't have been doing. You wanted but to. <laughs> but I wanted to, yes. I, I am so thankful, you know, um, for all that training. Uh, that was from 5.30 to 6.30. And then because my parents also trained, they took the adult class. So I stayed for the adult class from 6.30 to 7.30. And then uh, it just became a family affair. My mom trained, my dad trained, my twin sisters trained. and. Yeah, we were just all at the gym. So you know how it is, you know, the gym culture. Yes. Um, you're done training, you're hanging out. My parents are already there. Yeah. We're, running, we're running around, I'm getting my playtime. So it was about three and a half hours of training, four hours of training every day. Nice. And it was just like that Monday through Friday. And then every Saturday, um, because my coach was still active, actively fighting, um, every Saturday we we're going to fights. That's we're cool. Going to Vegas, Fresno, somewhere every weekend. Just to watch fights. That's I, so cool. Yeah, yeah. Be Let's a part that. of fights. Be a, be a part of fights. Um, somebody was fighting. I would fight. You know, if it wasn't a smoker, it was professional fights. My coach was fighting. So nice. And that's cool mm -hmm. because it, you didn't have to separate like your family time from what you were doing. It was all one nice integrated thing. Which yeah. Is really awesome. I love when I see families training together. It's the best. <laughs> yeah. You know, obviously I'm a, I was a kid and you don't get to see that until you get a little bit older. Uh, then you really get to see it when you have kids of your own. You know, yeah. I, I have a, excuse me, I have a oh, 14 year old, I have a 14 year old and I have a five year old and it's just, man, it's crazy for me to, to see my kids basically go through the same life that I did. Yes. Um, all over again, you know, so and, cool. um, and I just made sure, you know, like, I know, I know I said, uh, about the training, like I was complaining, you know, we all complain about training. Um, but at the end of the day, I loved it. I loved being at the gym. I love the person that it made me. I feel like, uh, the rough training and the authentic training that I got, uh, back, back then, um, was needed uh, not, not only for me, but for, I think a lot of people, you know, not everybody needs to learn, uh, the same way. Some people, I think it's okay how some people think like you need to learn at a soft, slow pace. There's people that need that, that pounding, you know, and sometimes as a child, man, I think that's okay. And, and, and I, for one, I needed that. I needed that because I, I know, I know that if I didn't probably have martial arts, like I would have geared it towards, you know the wrong direction very quickly very quickly and it's, it's, so, it's so it's so easy to be bad i tell people all the time it's so easy to be bad oh it's, yeah it's so hard to be good <laughs> it is and honestly doing any kind of martial art gives you something to funnel 
all that into channel all that into and keep you in a nice humble mindset and keep yeah. you good keep you yeah. good in my opinion because you're letting it out in whatever way on the mats on the bags depending on what you do you know yeah yeah no so, for sure man that's awesome and so um when did you start working at Sakeson? okay so my coach's name is uh saxon Jinjira. saxon Jinjira. Uh, Saxon Jinjira, uh, he, he moved when I was 18, no, 17. I was 17 turning 18. He moved to Texas and he knew he was already moving to Texas. He had his own gym and six months before he was going to move, he started teaching, um, at a, a fitness gym. They had all sorts of classes. It was like Muay Thai was a program at a fitness gym. Makes and sense. he just kind of took that over because he was like, I'm leaving anyways. When he left, he told my dad to take over that program. I was 18. Okay. Um, and when my dad took it over, I had just graduated high school. And uh, I was kind of helping him out, um, kind of teach classes. Uh, I did that for maybe like six months to a year. Turned 19. Then I started kind of doing my own thing. I got tired of, of the training. My coach left. I was like, man, this is not the same. Like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Um, I came back around when I was 22. I went back to the same gym where my dad was teaching. And there was a couple guys in there that, like, I, I could just see it. They they wanted. They, they were like, man, we want more. We don't want to just come to a fitness gym. Yes. Like, we want to compete and we want to fight because – my dad was just kind of teaching a one hour class and he was like, here, you know, hit the bag, do this. But these two kids, I don't want to name drop because for many reasons, but these, okay. two, <laughs> these two kids like were, were they, they would come in and they were hitting the bag and they would stay after. And uh, I don't know. I kind of got into it. I was like, oh, man, I remember I, I was like that. So I started yeah. helping them out. And when I started helping them out, um, I started helping my dad out again with the class within like two months the class grew from like eight students to like 22 students and nice. it, it got a little bit bigger and the owner of that gym wasn't too happy because we started going our over our one hour um window we had more yeah. students so i wanted to give them more time yeah and uh i could just see it and as soon as like it kind of made a little conflict i told my dad i was working at the bank i was working at the bank and i told my dad i was like man i just I just met a dude and he opened up an ice cream shop, like, you know, uh, with like, you know, X amount of money. I'm like, we can open up our own gym. Yeah. That was a Friday on Saturday. We went to go look at a spot, loved it, signed the lease on Sunday, moved in on Monday. Nice. This was Monday, May 3rd, uh, May 3rd, 2010. Nice. That's when we opened up Saxon's Muay Thai. And that's why we called it Taxon Muay Thai because I trained under my coach, which is Saxon. And why I, when I opened it, um, I asked him if I can use his name um, because I trained with him and I trained with him while he was still fighting. I did the training camps with him yeah. and everything, everything that I did was like still while he was active. So everything that I know is, is his stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He gave me the blessing and we that's opened so up. Cool. The gym. That's so cool. Yeah. That's really cool. May must be a good month because I know my first martial arts class was in May. So May must be a good month for things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love that's, May. That's so cool. 
Wow. What a great story. And now, I mean, you're just basically a coach, right? For fighters, like you coach, like I'm assuming not only just Muay Thai people, but UFC people and Bellator and all different kinds of people who need to incorporate Muay Thai into their program. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm doing a little bit of everything. Um, I definitely, as soon as we opened up the gym, like that was one thing I wanted. I was like, I, that's what got me into it. I just said it like, was I saw these kids and they wanted to fight. I'm like, man, I love that part of the competition. Yes. Um, but like with everything, you know, you, 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 I've had the gym now 12 years. I, I opened up the gym when I was, uh, 24, nice. uh, 23, 24 years old. You know, uh, my son was two years old. I had a two year old when I opened up the gym. And as time goes by, you know, things start kind of changing. I wanted to have fighters. Then I wanted to have a bigger gym. Then I wanted to have more students. Then, like right now, you know, I still want to do all those things. Don't get me wrong. But um, my son's 14. He's, uh, he's competing. Something that I think didn't kind of keep me around um, uh, training as much was I didn't have a lot of I, I started so young and I, I, I didn't have a lot of shows, you know? So like, it was a gamble. Every time I went to these smokers, I was like crossing my fingers. Like, I hope there's another kid my way, my age or something, you know? Makes sense. Um, so, so there wasn't that many things. So now when I see my son, my son, when he was like five, six, seven years old, he wanted to fight and there was nothing I'm talking about. This was like just seven years ago. There was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my son stopped, he stopped training. He, he started doing soccer. He started playing soccer. And I was like, man, let's do soccer. And, uh, an he opportunity wanted to compete. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to compete. He just wanted to like, you know, yeah. win stuff. Yes. And, and, and you know, man, as a kid, I know how important that is. You want to win stuff, you know, you not everyone. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's, it's real important to be a part of something too, you know, yes. like it's so important. Like, just like they do it in school, they make you work with partners and you do group projects and stuff like all that stuff is great. But the reality is like not everybody's going to be, you know, thriving in academics. A lot of this stuff that we do, a lot of the jobs nowadays don't really rely on academics. It's just about sure. like, hey, man, can you just carry yourself? Can you have a conversation and do like, do you know how to talk to somebody? Yes. You know, like that's Social so skills. important. Yeah, like I was, man, till this day, like I'm like, it's crazy when I'm, I'm walking at the mall and I still see kids handing a resume and then walking away. I'm like, no, man, no, no. They, you know? They don't know, they don't know how to talk to people because they're like, they, they're on their phones all the time, like all the exactly. time. It's really bad. Yeah. 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 And all these things, you know, like you, you can't be on your phone and play soccer. You can't be on your phone and fight. Nope. You know? Get so, so like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I just saw my son wanted to be part of something, and then when when he when he kind of stopped training, I was I was a little bummed out, but I did I didn't want to force him. Yes. And uh, man, a good friend of mine that I used to train with at Muay Thai Academy uh, uh, hit me up like two three years ago, and he was like, "Man, I want to start having some kid fights." I'm like, "Man, please, please." He's like, "You want to help me out?" I was like, "Yes." Yes. And, uh, you know, we, we started this thing called, uh, Cali kids Muay Thai. Nice. And, uh, it's the first of its kind. You know, I know some people kind of might get hurt out there saying like, no, we've done that before. No, no, you haven't. You know, this is the first time that we've had an all kids show that is sanctioned under a governing body with full rules Muay Thai and tickets are being sold so you can go watch these kids and there's a winner and a loser, you know? That's really cool. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, we this is our fourth show now, and um, you know, be, because like till this day, we still can't find that many competitors, but there's definitely a lot more kids, you know. Yes. Um, but we definitely started blending. We have like this next show. It's June 18th at the Burbank Marriott. Okay. We have uh, we have 14 kid fights, and then we we also have uh, four adult fights at the end. So nice. we are kind of blending it in, but definitely the showcase and the attention is all on the kids. You know, that's really cool. It it is. You know, like everything that a, a fighter goes through, from you know weighing in the day before. You know, mm -hmm. not just meeting up at at a gym and stepping on a scale. No. You're going to go to the Burbank Marriott where there's been a, you know, LFA just had some fights at the Burbank Marriott. Yes. You're going to go, you're going to step on a scale. You're going to face off with the person you're going to fight the next day. You're going to come back and you're going to have your own little warm up room. You're going to have people taking pictures of you as you're warming up. You're going to have a walkout song. You're going to have so awesome. Lights and there's going to be a thousand people watching you compete, and you're eight years old. That's legit. That's what I'm talking about. And it's so. going to get that will get them in that competitive mindset so young, like that those nerves, like that's going to set them up for success in so many avenues of their life. Like, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> yeah, so cool. you, you, you know, honestly, mm -hmm. like I've, I've seen it. It's it's so awesome being able to not be a part be be a part of the person uh, of the one that's. Uh, doing the show um but i'm also taking part in the show with my son you know because my son has competed yes. so I'm, I'm, i've worn different hats different hats um yes. when, when it comes to this and just I with my own son yeah just, <laughs> just, just with my own son like i've seen the growth i've seen you know him having to the confidence like i tell people this is just not kids this is if you're a fighter and you're listening to this, I want I want you to really pay attention to what I'm going to tell you. When you fight and you have tickets in hand and you tell somebody, hey, Jessica, I have a fight this Saturday. Do you want to watch me go kick someone's ass? That is basically what you should be saying if you've been training hard yep. or if you've not been training hard. I don't want to tell you, hey, do you want a ticket to come watch me get my ass kicked? Yeah. So the confidence it takes to sell a ticket yes. is a lot. Okay. Yep. And as a child, I saw the confidence and I told my son, I'm like, hey, don't sell any tickets if you ain't going to train hard because I don't want anybody to go watch you get your ass kicked. And yep. he understood. Yeah. So now my son had his head up and he was like, hey, talking to people, man, come watch me fight. Come watch me fight. Man, he trained so hard. He trained so hard. He was so, he was happy. You know, the way he carried himself, like, man, like you can be a professional as a child. Like I tell people, like I'm, I, I look at my kids and I see them and, and those are men, those are little men that I'm, I'm raising, you know, yes. and, and the more that I can get him to understand, like, yeah, you're a boy, you can do boy things, but you're going to be a man and, and know that eventually this is how you got to act. And these are things that are expected. Like you want to hang out with the big boys? Like this is what's expected, you know? Yeah. And, and he, he got that. He understood it. Like he. He's at the gym all the time, and for him to see all the guys doing the same thing, selling tickets, advertising, training hard, this, now he's like, oh, shit, I'm part of that, too. Like, I, yep. I just did the same thing, you know? Yep, yep. So, so you know, uh, the next day I looked at his chest, and he had a couple little hairs. They, like, grew. They, they grew they, overnight. They grew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, you know, and, and in my opinion, like, 
competition breeds a different mentality because the type of training you have to do for a competition, regardless of what martial art is going to be a higher percentage than like your leisurely, right? Martial arts. And they're going to be days you're to hammer in the nail and you still have to continue to have the dedication regardless of the days, the motivation's low towards that goal that you created for yourself and told everybody, therefore you're kind of like held accountable. Right. And that to me creates a mindset that we're lacking in this society. Like, it oh, it's so good for kids. Like that's amazing. It is. It is. It, that, that's exactly what it is. You know, that's man. Like I, I just, going through you know because you experience it as a child and you remember these things and then again when you have a kid of your own and you see it you're like i don't remember it being like that i don't remember us clapping because you lost like that's not you know like maybe your your parents can maybe clap for you but all of us don't have to clap you're don't gonna those are just facts. You know, you're going really to laugh because I was like the fat kid that like got excused from PE and was like super obese up until I was like 18. Right. So I was like not athletic at all. And um, nobody clapped for me. Like nobody. <laughs> I got chosen last. Like I was the one that like they were like, don't pick, don't pick her. You know what I mean? And I, I got that experience. Like I didn't get, you know, the like and that made that I think that's what made me so like now once I became yeah. like now I like work really hard like imagine if someone would have been like oh it's all good like I would have never changed like for me personally I would have yeah. stayed right I would have been complacent right where I was because someone would have been telling me good job anyway even though I wasn't doing a good job anyway you know what I mean a hundred percent you know we can keep picking piggyback on each other because what you just said is 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 exactly what i always tell people like the way you thought okay so let's just take i i feel like we're breaking things down here <laughs> exactly what you just said okay your very same experience there's nothing wrong going both routes okay one route being the one where you were like i'm not getting picked i don't like this i'm gonna change you can stay how you want. You can stay exactly how you want it. And you can learn to love yourself how you were, but you didn't want that. No. <laughs> I feel like we're teaching everybody to love themselves how they are. Like, even if they're not happy, yeah. no, if you are not happy, you can or change unhealthy. Yeah. or unhealthy or whatever it is, you know? Like, like that, like you need, you need to not get picked so you can maybe go do something. Yep. You need to, th that's just how it goes. You know, yep. like, like, like I said, not everybody needs to, to be like, Hey, uh, you're, you're, you're not that good. Do you need a little help? Like, no, sometimes they'd be like, Hey, you're not that good. Yeah. And like, <laughs> oh, damn, that hurt. You know, like, all right, let me do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel you, I hear you. And. You know, going back to, to what we were talking about, like, I, that's what I try to teach my kids, man. You know, like, I'm like, hey, like, the facts are you're, you're, pro you're not going to be great at everything in school. There's going to be some things you're good at. You're going to have to work harder at something so you can maybe be average or even be better. You can be better. I'm not saying you can't, but those are just facts. Like, for you to be great at everything. And then those things that you're not great at, like, th that's, those are the things that you work on. Yes. And it gives you something to work on. But to try to think that you're great at everything, then you're going to lie to yourself and you're never going to learn how to adjust and where to work on things. So That's true. important for fighting. 
You know, if you come in and fighting and you're like, I'm great at everything. My ground game's great. My striking is great. My, you're like, no, your striking sucks. Your ground game is average <laughs> and you have zero wrestling. Your homies tell you that you're good because your homies don't even fight. So there you go. The ceilings are subjective. And I think people forget that. Like, yeah, always, everyone should always raise the ceiling, you know, yes. like if yes. you're chasing greatness, like that's how everybody should look. Like when you go into something, you should always be chasing greatness, especially yep. something like this, okay. you know, like, like what we're talking about, we're, we're not talking about like, you know, like putting away files and shit. Like even, even if that's what we were talking about, like fuck, be the greatest, you know? So you're, so you're like, <laughs> yeah, so like, you're known, like, you're so good that we're like, man, I didn't even know that was a thing, you know? That's how good. So, so yeah. when, you, when you get into something like, man, you have to be like the best, the best, like ceiling up here, ceiling up here, you know? Yes. But yes. like I'm not I'm I'm not a, a jujitsu practitioner, but like I'm gonna use some analogies here. Like it, like imagine it would suck to be like, man, I'm gonna do jujitsu and like I just want to get my wife done and be done. Like what? Yeah, like if you're not doing jujitsu, trying to be like, I want to do jujitsu and get my black belt. Yep. Then you are wasting wasting your time. People might disagree with what I'm saying, and 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 when I'm trying to get at, I want to I want to try to make myself clear it's like it's having the goal yes to reach the black belt you don't necessarily have to get your black belt not everybody gets their black belt yes but go in thinking that you want to get your black belt that way every day that you go in you're maximizing yes your feeling is high but if yes. you go in and you're like man i just want to get my white belt you go in the first day second day there's gonna be days in there where you're just like not even doing anything you know Yep. So that's why, like, you have you have to have that mentality. Um, that's how I, I was raised from my coaches, you know, and, and I played basketball a little bit. I played, you know, uh, traveling ball. I, I played for my high school my senior year, and I was really fortunate. I felt like, man, all my coaches, like, made me a man. Like, they, they, they cussed, you know. Like, there was no – there was nothing physical. Yeah. Um, but but it felt like it, you know. It felt yeah. like, like, oh man, I felt that one. Like, oh, yep. I don't want that again. Yes. And, and and I needed that, man. I needed that because, like, you you need that in life, man. You need that in life when you when you have a relationship, when you have work relationships, when you have a job. Like, man, that's how you don't get stepped on. That's how you get promotions. That's how you get raised. You have a voice. You just carry yourself different. So yes, yes, we're making that. It's, it's a necessity, you know, so it's, and, and that's one thing I think martial arts of any type creates discipline for ourselves, right? It's like, you have to have that discipline, like to train. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. Man. Yeah. Well, that's, that, this is great. This is so awesome. I'm going to have to uh, have a wrist healing right now from a dirt biking thing, but I'm going to be trying to get back into my striking after that. And, yeah. Yeah. Start okay. off, you know, like, like everything your, uh, your wrist is hurting. Start off with your legs. Just kick them out. Yep. Just kick. Yeah. Yep. Get yeah, it going. I, I messed up. I was like dirt biking. I didn't think that one through, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, right? Sometimes a lot of these injuries come from not training. I was like, dang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat yeah, and everything. No and um, I'm gonna have to make a trip 
some point. Get some yeah, hey, welcome anytime. That'd be You're awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. This was great to hear everything, and especially about that tournament. Um, is there a website people can visit, like to check that um, out? I think you can go to kellymuaytai.com. Okay. Um, cool. And yeah, we have all the information on their tickets and and the venue times and all that's on there. And what are the age ranges? One more time for that. Um, from eight to seventeen. That's so cool. That's yeah. great. That's yeah. really cool. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna I'd love to help promote that. You know, send me some stuff. I'll post it. Oh, I that's, appreciate that. Yeah, thank you so neat. much. Oh, of course. All right. Well, thank you again. I hope you have a blessed day. Thank you everybody for joining us. And uh swing by over there if you want to get some good Muay Thai training in. Yeah, some rough <laughs> some rough training. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I think we all need it. You know what I mean? <laughs> all righty then. Talk to you later. Bye, okay. everybody.